Dexter Stucky presents Industry Friends. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Industry Friends. I'm your host, Dexter Stucky. I'm here today with the founder, the creator, the entertainer of Lion Breed Inc., Mr. Emmanuel Sidney. Hello, 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 everyone. <laughs> A.K.A. Knight Rider. Yes, yes. So I always start off the show with like a personal story of how, do I, how I know the person. And you have known since high school. We went yeah. to the same high yep. school together, same college together. I, I, we never really like interacted like that. We would talk like speak and stuff like that, but just like never like, you know. But I remember I was at Lincoln at the time and you were there as well. And I remember like one day I, um, there was like a Facebook post and it was you. And it didn't... Um, you know, there wasn't a lot left to the imagination. I'll put it that way. <laughs> and I remember seeing it like, oh, wow, it's crazy. And I, I remember I just scrolled past it. And then I remember going into the computer lab. It was like a community lab that everybody had. And I remember somebody saying like, did you guys see 50? Did you see 50? And it was like, like everyone was talking about it. It was like you, you, you literally broke the Internet before it became a thing. <laughs> so the picture was, if you remember... You were you had it was like a white I think bed or something like that or a couch or something yeah and you had like a white sheet covering you and like that's it yeah so like what what was that about <laughs> like <laughs> hey you know it was crazy because that was like my first photo shoot okay you know because first it was just like I'm a model I'm gonna do some modeling mm-hmm. and I got introduced to the entertainment world you know, like Mel Exotic Entertainment world okay about uh these good promoters out of Philly you know so like. That kind of leads me to my next question, yeah. just to talk about exactly what your industry is. Yeah. So, like, would you consider yourself an adult entertainer or, like, an entertainer? Like, or how does that work? Uh, Well, I consider myself a, an exotic entertainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say exotic entertainer, I say, like, I dance for females okay. only. Uh, bachelorette parties, all female occasions. Yeah. I've done all those type of things. So, my industry is basically for the females. Okay. You know what I mean? And, um... What they have me do as an entertainer, I've been doing this 10 years, so I have the opportunity to travel around the country, outside the country, mm-hmm. um, and people pay me, just like a rapper, just like, you know, everybody else. Yeah, I yeah, get yeah. a booking, I have a manager, you know what I mean? But I manage myself, so. That's one of the things, one of the main reasons why I wanted to bring you in today is because it's not just about the dancing for you. It's more so like you run a business. Yeah. Like you, you have a clothing brand. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, and you, you, we were talking behind the scenes that you're getting ready to start in a movie. Yeah. Like you are doing things outside of like the entertainment industry. And one of the reasons, like I, I say this on every podcast, is that I wanted to do this because like I feel like there's so many different industries out there and people know literally nothing about. They might judge the industry. They might look down on the industry. But you're making money off of this. You're making money off of, of of pure entertainment, and you're enjoying it. You're having fun with it. You're doing something that you like. How did you get started? Was that the second year in Lincoln University? Mm-hmm. I was attending Lincoln. Uh, shit, funds was low. <laughs> you know what I mean? College you, student, college student, cooking the oodles out the crock pot. You know, <laughs> I got tired of that. <laughs> so my first summer home, um, I was attending community college. Okay, you know, just, just take my classes up to stay, stay in, you know, stay in it. And um, a friend of mine. They always used to say, hey, hey, you should, you know, I was a dancer. I was the pop lock and mm-hmm. I used to do the party boy. And uh, someone introduced me to a good friend and they said, hey, you'll be a good look, you know, as a dancer. You know, the ladies want to see you. I'm mm-hmm. like, All right, you know. First, I'm like, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you have reservations. Yeah, because the stigma of like entertaining and being a black male is like, they say is yay. You know what I'm saying? Really? And, yeah. Huh. You know? 
And um, coming from where I grew up at, you know, people called me all types of names. You couldn't imagine how much I had to go through. Your people that you grew up with? Yeah, like, like friends and family. Friends, family. Like at one point, you know, people was disowning me from the family. Wow. Uh, I went through a lot of adversity, and so it kind of built me to be stronger. Yeah. And so I said, look, if I'm going to do it, I might as well do it 100. percent And so I threw myself out there into it, you know, into the business. Mm-hmm. And um, this is about 2009. Okay. You know, I started just to see, went out there a few times to see what it is. This is like a circuit in Philadelphia. You don't see it because it's at night. Right. And no one knows unless you like a, it's like kind of like a member. Like oh, people, really? Yeah, like women know other women that go to these shows. It wasn't always broadcasted like it is now. You didn't have a, you didn't have a flyer. It was like people knew you would go. And so I seen how the game was. And these, when I first seen it, these boys look like superheroes. <laughs> no lot of money. Outfits. Yeah. I thought it was like some wrestling. Like I love wrestling, so I'm like, yo, these dudes like Ric Flair, you know, Ultimate Warrior. I was already with it. Entertainment. This is just how I thought about it. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, about like the first year in, you know, it was Rocky, just trying to put my foot in and see where I want to be, what I want to call myself. You know what I'm saying? But I was always into like the cars and the Night Rider car. I used to talk the red lines yeah, yeah, to come yeah. across. David Hasselhoff. Yeah, David Hasselhoff. So I got my name from the black car. Oh, okay. You know, Night Rider. Makes sense, makes sense. So I was from Philly, so I said, all right, I'll be Philly Night Rider. You know, come out at night, you know, <laughs> things <laughs> like that. So that's how basically I started entertaining. You okay. know, I didn't really have it, so I had an opportunity to see what it was. I wasn't afraid, you know. And you just went for and it. And I just went for it. Now, that conversation with your friends and family, like, did they find out because, like, the Facebook postings? Yeah, or did you have they, a conversation uh, with them? I never told anyone. Okay. No one. Uh, they found out from other people. People just be walking past, and you knew my family, and they was like, "Oh, you see your grandson, or hey, you see your nephew, wow. you see your son." You know, I didn't. Nobody came to me and said, "But I heard the whispers." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when I just like go around, where, you know, where I grew up, and it was I was still regular, but I wasn't out the hood yet. So everybody's like, "Yo, E man, you dancing out? You jumping out of cakes? You w- were you jumping out of cakes? No, <laughs> <laughs> I never was jumping out of cakes. But like the figure of speech, that, yeah. you know, you doing this, you dance for this, and you know, I took all that. And uh, I used it as fuel. It empowered me. What was, like, the hardest conversation you had to have? Uh, it was with my grandmother because uh, I was raised in the church, you know. Oh, okay. My name is Emmanuel. Yeah. I was raised in the church before I was born. And if anything I could do, it felt like I was rebelling against the Lord. You know, that's how they felt. And it wasn't, you know. It was just me getting my own my own lane in life. That's all I wanted. And so one day, my grandmother, I was just sleeping on the couch, coming like 2 in the morning. You were still living at home? Yeah, I was still living at home. I came home from college, I was still living at home. Wow. And so they was like, I was sleeping on the couch and like going out at night and stacking my little bread. I was mm-hmm. making like $1,000 a week at the time. And so I was like stacking the money. <clears throat> and then my grandmother was like, oh, you out there go-going, boy? Oh, because that's what they call it, yeah. That's what they call it, go go <laughs> So I was like, no, Grandma, you know, I ain't doing that. And well, you said you hit it. Yeah, I was kind of hiding it because okay. it's my family, you know. I kept everything that I grew up in in mind. Yeah. My morality was, like, number one. So I didn't never want to step over my morality. I knew I was doing something they that, didn't like. Yeah. But I didn't want to step over. That's fair. You know, I wanted, That's to be, understandable. I wanted to be respectful for my family, so I didn't do things that was wild. I just was entertaining. Yeah. You know, I took my clothes off. I was blessed with God gave me, you know, so I used <laughs> those things. And so I tried to describe that to my grandmother. And at first, you know, she wasn't having it. The church started talking about it now. People in the church knew? Yes. So just as well as you saying that experience in Lincoln, and I never heard it, it was, it's like crazy, but it was like that 
in every circle I've ever been in. Wow. It took off. Once once I, like, my third year in, mm-hmm. I was on tour already. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, wait, so you take it, like, because you did say you go from state to state, country yes. to country, and doing it. Um, did your grandmom ever give you her blessing to, like, just go uh, forth and do it? or No. So this like how about now? Like now, is it? now is love. Okay. It took about took about four years for for everybody to be okay. Okay, you know, because yeah, like, now I see you like you post on Instagram and I'm like I'm at work. Let me just keep scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I look at it like this, man. This through entertaining. Yeah, opportunities came like you could imagine. You know, and Even, and that's one of the things I notice a lot too. People. Don't I makes mean, people have their reasons for not supporting certain things, yeah. but the main thing is when when the success starts to come, I think people gravitate towards it more. Yeah, like people are like, okay, you know what? Let me let me just support it at this point because yeah. it's not gonna stop. <clears throat> exactly, and that's what I got from everyone, my family, as yeah. well as the neighborhood. Once they start seeing me really doing something with it, uh-huh. and I was successful at it, everybody cool with it now. <laughs> Once they get in a dollar or two in their pocket, uh, well, yeah, of course, they okay. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Now you now again, you said like. This is taking you all over the world, all over the yeah. country. What are some places that you visited, and like, what do you do at these different places? Um, <clears throat> so when I arrive at these places, someone from the uh, promoter has someone picking me up. Uh, they get me a room. They have like bottles, whatever you ask for. You know what you want. Your rider. Yeah, rider. you'll have it there. Um, so you really are like a rapper. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But eventually, I believe because what I'm working on, eventually, it'll be on the mainstream like that. It'll be promoted the same way okay. because I took it. I took the rapper platform and added it to what I was doing. Yeah. So the way I market myself is different. The way I do things is different, and so it allowed me to meet different people. Mm-hmm. No one knew I was an entertainer. I, I left for that entertainer, but it allowed me to get so many opportunities. I I'm, I don't have a single thing I do now. There's so many avenues yeah. that opened up for me. You've opened doors for yourself. Yeah. Now, how did you get into the management um, side um, of it? Like, how did you? take that step back from being like, okay, I'm the entertainer, I'm the dancer, now I'm the promoter, the manager, and the entertainer? Um, when I seen that I was valuable in my city, because mm-hmm. everybody was connected to you, all the other entertainers want to be with you, you know, like be a part of you. So you realize, like, you worth something now. Mm-hmm. So it's time to, like, see your worth outside the box that you're living in. So for that, to, for me to have to do that, I had to separate myself from that to see my value. You know what I mean? Yeah. And once I see my value, I sat down with people that was, you know, much much further in the game mm-hmm. and had good advice. And I seek the advice from those people, like like reading a book from someone that, right, right, right. you know, has the advice for you. So I did those things. I connected with the, the, the guys that have been doing it and all over the country, too. And they allowed me to see, they showed me how I can make myself, you know, become my own manager, wow. set my contracts up the way I want, um, stipulations I want in my contract. And that's how I started. It's funny you say that because like one of the main reasons why I wanted to start this specific podcast is because I don't feel like we have a lot of that. I don't feel like a lot of people, especially in my industry, like took me to the side and said like, this is what you should be doing, like setting like a blueprint out for me. And that's one of the reasons why I'm happy that you're here because like that's what I want to yeah. have it from here. Because it's, it's not a business at this point anymore to be like ashamed of. No. It's not anything that like people can look at you and really judge you about it anymore because literally everybody does it. And if you don't do it, you you enjoy it. You know, at some yeah. point or another, like you meet one of those roles, yeah. like for most people at least. For that, like the blueprint purposes, if you were talking to someone who was interested and you wanted to give them a blueprint, like what what do you outline? What do you say? Yeah, I was them? about to get there too, right? Because okay. I have a lot of in, young entertainers that's coming into the game. Mm-hmm. And they, when they come to me, it, it still shocks me to the day. 
They say, hey, hey, Ryder, I seen, I watched all your videos on YouTube. I, I, you know, I admire you. And they I, put the, your content on YouTube. Yeah, I have like videos from years I've been entertaining, and they've been on YouTube. I thought I YouTube was like family that. friendly. Right. So <laughs> they have my shows in there. Like, okay. And so, like, young entertainers come and say, hey, I want to, you know, I look up to you. Can you give me any advice? But they don't even have to ask me that because I'm going to give them advice so they don't have to go through the things that I went through. Right. You know? So I tell them, like, what they need to do, like keeping your outfits on point, how you smell, how you treat women, you know what wow. I mean? How you greet people. Yeah. Um, your demeanor, you know what I mean? Your your vibe. You know, I create, like, I can create a vibe. Like, if it's an A&R, I can create an entertainer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I have the blueprint of how I became the entertainer I am today. So I give the young ones the blueprint. Okay. Of basically how I came about and position them so they can see see something for themselves later on. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, um, that's very impressive. Yeah, that's what I do for the young entertainers that are coming in. Wow. Uh, many people may not know, but I sew. I've been sewing my own clothes for like nine years. You create your own Yeah, like, I create outfit? my own music, uh, mix all my own tracks. Uh, yeah, so... I do all these things for myself. Um, I market everything the way I need to myself. Mm-hmm. I'm a graphic designer. And so I had to learn these things. <laughs> like, because I, I had to learn these things because I didn't have the money. So I started to learn. I went on. Went so on. you taught yourself how to sew. Yeah. I taught myself. And mix and everything like that too. Yeah. I taught myself all wow. those skills. So now it's like when I apply those skills now, it's so much easier because I've been doing it for so long that I can give someone else the same package how did you learn that stuff like how did Uh, you learn how to sew and how to mix music uh basically how you started the podcast trial and error just keep trying till i feel like i hear it and it connects and i know i got it that's incredible that's incredible because like editing is something that i i I hate like i don't like to edit when people (laughs) tell me i have to edit something i'm like i don't want to do it i hate that like for you to do that, when you obviously don't have to, like you have a team, I'm sure that yeah. people could do that for you. <laughs> yeah. For you to do that on your own is, is is very impressive. And for those of you who are listening and don't or haven't edited before, it is the most tedious process. It really is. Like it is. It, it really it's is. Just like, like <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. Wow. So another thing that I always talk about to people is is what's next. Yeah. So I'm really curious as to what's next for you. <clears throat> okay. As far as Lion Breed, uh, which I created in 2012, uh, I created that as a base for my life mm-hmm. uh, with these qualities as in strength, power, leadership, and wisdom because I needed a foundation to stand on alone within myself. Wow. As creating creating PKR, he has his own life. And PKR is your stage identity? Yeah, okay. so he has his own life. So for me to separate who I was because I was living my life like that for years mm-hmm. as a rock star, I had to have something for me as Emmanuel. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that I can believe in too and that can help me out. And so from that point on, you know, I've been in, I got an LLC, uh, copyrighted, and I've just been working on that myself too as well. Printing, shipping, you know, doing all those things. And I'm working on new products as well that's coming out. Um, one opportunity that was great that mm-hmm. came from this that's going to flourish and help me out in life is uh, the opportunity I had to direct a movie with these two directors from Sweden. Direct a movie? Yeah. Wow. So I'm also a director on my own movie. Um, <laughs> like this yeah, guy. and I had to negotiate that because as an entertainer, people don't realize like people want money. It's not money with me. I want respect and I want to have longevity mm-hmm. in what I'm doing. And so I learned early on, hey, play the background, not the foreground. And if you're going to do something major, make sure you're involved. And so the Film Institute of uh, Sweden has sponsored my film that really? we're shooting now. And, and is it about you? Yes, wow. it is about me. And um, it's about... Uh, 
manhood in America, the stigma yeah. of manhood in America, and they follow me the day to day, and they uh, they see how my life is, they see how I transform, and I break everything down. You know, from my father being murdered when I was thirteen um, by police. Um, really? Yeah, in, in Southwest Philadelphia. Um, from that point on, uh, I began to feel. So I understood what life was for me at 13 Yeah. because my gut told me everything. And I didn't, all I ever do was just go with my gut. You know, um, I listen to people. I seek great advice. But just to hear my gut tell me the right thing, mm-hmm. I'm good. It tells That's me when you, I'm yeah. eating. It tells me when I'm hungry. It tells me when something's wrong. It tells me when you're sick. So you should be listening to yourself. And I learned to do that over the years, and it's became, it became great for me. Wow. You know? Um. Wow. Like you kind of threw me. I, I didn't know that about your father. I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. Um, one of the things that when you did mention Lion Breed that I wanted to, to, to put out there is that like he makes hoodies, like he makes sweatshirts for Lion Breed. They're literally the most comfortable sweatshirt that you will wear. <laughs> I appreciate that. And, and every time I wear them, I get compliments on it because people are always like, oh, what are the words? What do they mean? Did you have that made? And I'm like, no, this is an entertainer who had it made. And then I would show, it's funny because like I would say like, oh, this is his page. And I would show the page and they're like. Okay, but I noticed you made a separate page. Yeah. Too. Like, there's a library page, and there's also a PKR, PKR page. Yeah. Because before I was direct them to the PKR <clears> page, <throat> yeah. they're like, oh, I'm not getting married, so maybe I shouldn't Right, so, yeah, I thought it was uh, imperative that I create the library page. Yeah. But my hands, I only got two hands. That's right. I do all the work that you see, all the content, everything that you ever see. He posts a lot. And like also, I'm a photographer, so the photos that you ever you see around, I could create those photos. I create everything that you see. I've seen you post once before. Like you said, like somebody, you like people are always asking me who's taking my photos. Yeah. I, when I saw that immediately, I was like, he's taking his own photos. And the reason I know this because I, I do it myself. Yeah. Like I'm used to that, so I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, he's definitely taking his own photos. And yeah, I, I invested in a uh, high quality camera. Yeah. And um, that's what I started. You know, I started, and now, which is great, I sell my photos. You know what I mean? And it comes to you. Cause yeah. You're doing the work, people yeah. are reacting to buy them. <laughs> this this is I've learned a lot. <laughs> yeah. I've learned a lot. So you have a movie coming out. Yes. Twenty twenty. At twenty twenty, the movie's coming yeah. out about your life, manhood yes. in America. Yes. You also are still entertaining. Yes. I just yes. And then as far as like like setting up your schedule to entertain, like do you have any like dates coming up? Or oh like, yeah. Uh, or like in the next couple months. Yes, I actually have a tour. Um, You're on tour. Yeah. So. Uh, He's like Jay Z at this point. Yeah. I was, <laughs> when I was on tour. Phew. I was a tour last year, and it was so great. And people don't really realize it, but last year when I created the tour, mm-hmm. I, I marketed it as like a rapper, and it took off more. You know, when I see your post, it actually does it. It doesn't appear like I. I don't really know a lot of people in the industry. Yeah. But like when I see yours, it actually doesn't. It appears so normal. Like <laughs> like your posts are so normal to me. It's like I don't feel weird looking at it. I just yeah. it, it's just like it, it's almost natural. Yeah. And it's like. You you promote it in a in a way of like being like fit like fitness and stuff like that and it doesn't I don't know it just seems just you got it right and I and I know like other people when I see like reposts and stuff like it's 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 not it's distasteful other people yeah. do it yours is like very tastefully done but it's probably because your grandma's looking yeah and my grandma <laughs> <laughs> exactly right you know it has to be you know you, you gotta you gotta walk that fine, fine line. line yeah yeah you know um to end every show I always ask people. To like, I look at life as like a big puzzle piece, mm-hmm. and I look at it like we're all in different industries, but when we put these puzzle pieces down, like it kind of like creates something beautiful. 
So if you could have like a puzzle piece with like a little piece of advice on it to give to someone who might be interested in your field, yeah. what would you say? Um, the first thing I would say is uh, be yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't allow anything to change you, you know? You have to like have your hands be your eyes. Yeah. If it doesn't seem to be right, don't go for it. Um, follow your gut. Yeah, always follow your gut. Uh, stay humble. Uh, stay ambitious. Yeah. Um, have the go-getter mentality, though. You know, all opportunities for you are for you. They'll come to you. Wow. Stay focused on you. They'll all come to you. You know, believe it or not, somebody might hear you across the room and they don't even know you. Mm-hmm. But because you said something, you didn't just... It gravitates towards you. I, I agree with that. I and totally so agree with that. That's how... The ener- my energy brings people to me. Have great energy, great vibes. Okay, you know what I mean. You do. I, I agree with it. That's what that's what life is. I've learned what life is. So it's most important to me. And wait, you're like twenty. I'm twenty nine. Twenty nine. Okay. I don't have any children. Uh, actually, single right now because of my because <laughs> of what I do. Wait, now, are you single by choice or is it yeah. because of the profession? By choice. Okay. Because uh, because of what I do. Yeah. In the business, I see thousands of women. Thousands and thousands, you know. You wouldn't imagine the things I've yeah, seen. So it's, so it's probably a little hard to. Oh, it's very hard. Because <laughs> I, mean, I have to be with them. I can't do this. Yeah. And that. That's not, yeah, it's not fair. No, it's not fair to them. No, do you think that you would, if you wanted to, to move forward and get married and have kids yeah. and everything, would you leave the yes. entertainment size? I would, because uh, I'm already thinking about it, because I've been doing it 11 years. It's a long time. 11 years, wow. Yeah, 11 years. And um, I do want a family. But I want to be there with my family. Yeah. So I already know, like, I'm setting myself up now so I can be there with my family. And later. still, like, run your business. Yeah, but and run my just, business. You're running, back you're managing somebody else, basically. Exactly. Wow. Thank you so much for your time, <laughs> Emmanuel. Uh, Night Rider. <laughs> yeah, you're so welcome, um, I need to know, like, for people who are interested in, in look, hooking up with you, maybe yes. learning from you, maybe booking a show or yes. buying a hoodie, where can they find you? Okay, I got my uh, links. Uh, my first one is One King of Sydney on Instagram. Uh, one lion breed on Instagram uh, for my photography. You get uh, EBS visuals on Instagram. Uh, my website is www.lionbreedapparel.com. It's great quality uh, and it's all made by me. So it's special hands to touch it. And so I make sure that you get me as you get that. And um, that's where I'm at. Philly Night Rider on Facebook. Emmanuel Sydney on Facebook. Hit me up. Hit me up. Shoot the link. I got y'all. <laughs> one. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Industry Friends. I am the host, Dexter Stuckey. If you liked what you heard, do me a favor and rate the show. Subscribe to the show. Review the show. Repost the show. Please tell your friends about it. I really appreciate it. Industry Friends, your audio foot in the door. Industry Friends.